So then I realized I cannot go to house to house <laughs> and share the stories. So then I thought maybe I will talk the same thing uh, maybe Saturday morning. But I don't know the same thing will come. We'll see. <laughs> right? And so as you know, uh, 2010, end of the 2010, I was traveling to India. I was planning to do my own uh, personal retreat, my personal time. Because whole year I'm traveling, working with the people. And the Christmas time, you know, usually we close the Blue Lotus Day. So then I thought this is my time, so I'm going away. So I had some little expectations. Having those expectations, um, I left the country uh, for just four, uh, uh, four weeks. So then uh, one of my American students, he joined with me uh, from Michigan. Uh, and also two other brother monks, one from Australia, one from Sri Lanka joined with me. So we all four together, we went to India and landed to New, New Delhi. Before I leave the United States, um, my physical body uh, giving me some troubles. That's the nature of the body. Even having that uh, feeling, I thought, no, I'm going. So I did it, then we all landed to New Delhi. So then I feel it's not getting better. So now I have a very strong mind, so holding that difficulties, I thought, no, I'm going to do this, I'm going to practice, uh, I'm going to do the yoga, and a lot of expectations. Then uh, we had the five-hour uh, uh, train ride from New Delhi to the Rishikesh, uh, it's the bottom of the Himalayan mountains. It's so cold, and we were there. Now I feel uh, my physical feelings and sickness getting worse and worse. So then I talked to my friends and you know, they started to do the yoga uh, first uh, two days. Then the yogi, uh, one of my friends, and he said, you cannot do this. You cannot do the yoga because your physical strength is not enough to do the yoga. So then I had to accept that. I accepted. Then I'm sitting in the room. Uh, only thing I'm going out for eating and have lunch, breakfast and everything and then come back to the room. Now almost three, four days I was sitting inside the room. So one day I went to um, lunch with uh, other three and after having lunch, uh, I tried to get up and walk. I couldn't walk at all. You know, it is so painful, I don't know what is happening and so then I try to walk, I cannot walk. Then my three friends realize I cannot walk because we are bottom of the mountain, Ganges, and we have to climb over the mountain to get into the room. So then I try to walk holding their hands, and, but I cannot, I cannot place my uh, bags, I can move. And finally they carry me. That's the way I came to the room. After I, you know, think about life. After I come to the room, I decided I cannot do this anymore. I'm good. So I decided, uh, still I'm very close to Sri Lanka, like a few hours away. So the best thing I can do, I'm going home. I, I decided, then I talked to the friend. Then my American friend, he called home and to check, you know, how his family is doing because his mother was having cancer and died. 
they said <laughs> last few hours she is going to die please come home then he decided to go home now i decided to go to sri lanka and other two months they plan you know i said okay do the retreat enjoy the trip so we left so then i went to sri lanka my friend came to uh, united states so then i thought i'm going to stay with my parents right my 30 years of monk life i never been home with my parents you know and you know the problem is i'm not comfortable right i love my parents and i love my family i never had that experience because every time when i go there i sit with them and talk with them maybe late night but even late i'm going to the temple that's the way i did now my sister my parents they keep asking you can stay home you can stay home then i decided it's easy because you know, i'm sick um i can have good food home made meal with, with, um, with my mom and with my family and i decided to stay home so then 10 12 days i was with my parents and my mother and father uh, my sister and it was wonderful then i thought it's great i did a good retreat <laughs> only thing only thing i did eat and sleep right just eat and go to bed they were finally they were laughing at me only thing you are doing just eat and sleep i said this is the only time i get this chance because i don't want to lose it right after i go to the united states i don't get it right i don't have time to sleep and sometimes i don't have time to eat and i'm running all over the place and they enjoy it first time with me like 12 days um in sri lanka and they did a wonderful yeah. then i get better and it was wonderful how mothers and fathers love right i know they love me so much but being away from the home i didn't connected to them right being home with them i realized how strong that parents love towards the children it doesn't matter how old they are right then i learned something right so then i did all those things and what happened after that i decided to leave in the street then my father said no you cannot go he's kind of tough guy <laughs> and he said you cannot go you cannot go we don't allow you because you have to stay home and you have to take care of yourself i said no i have to go now i'm begging and he's so strong about it i'm begging no i have to go because i have to be in united states january 1 because i know weather is bad if i don't go before january guys first i am in trouble because i have to go to bahamas i have wedding ceremony i cannot miss it i have to go then he realized okay then i will let you to go then after that ceremony you have to come back i promise <laughs> right I, i said i will come next year i said that means 2011 i promise but i didn't say when <laughs> <laughs> then he <laughs> then i came and january 1st uh, right to say then having you know the you know one of my um, student you know amita and david came to pick me up they are uh, looking at me because i cannot walk and it's so so difficult that's the way i came the time then um, after i come here and two days i have rest then i have to go another long trip to the bahamas so i did that they think about living in in india in a one extreme right 
now i am going to the another part of the world i saw the another extreme right? so when i was in india i saw the poverty i saw the difficult lifestyle uh, so many beggars um, homeless people people they don't have legs and sprawling on the street and roads and so much pain um, i saw in the street of india in india so then i was grateful to myself you know some people they don't have legs right so then i thought even i cannot walk in this moment i have legs right you know i was appreciating myself having a strong i saw so many difficulties and painful experience in india then one day i realized why buddhas becoming you know buddhas coming from india there's a reason so much pain and suffering right so when we go to the that part of the world this is a good thing if you have been there maybe we can see the suffering pain difficulties always i don't say it is always good but we can see it. we cannot escape from that i saw it 24/7 then right after i come to the united states from the airport home i didn't see anything difficult everything is fine right then i went to bahamas blue sky blue water and beautiful place and i can see people are really enjoying then i was questioning now within few days think about this shift i'm in another extreme and now i'm in the next one. then i was questioning is this life in india or here then i realized everything is life because people think this is the life they think that is the life everything is life because good things are happening to people bad things are happening to people always we cannot escape from that always we have to accept that so i accepted whatever i experienced in india i accepted that moment uh, right after i go to the bahamas i saw things and beautiful things and good things and i accepted so then uh, in bahamas then is a cruise now uh, in the evening we get into the cruise and now we are sailing to the puerto rico few days so then i saw the another lifestyle in the cruise right so many people happy and excitement and everybody may be doing the vacation i thought how wonderful these people are so happy that's the way i was thinking i was thinking everybody is happy everybody is smiling everybody is excited running around you know try to figure out about the ship and all those things good food and that's my first experience in a cruise then you know now i'm walking around and then i did uh, did a two workshop in the cruise meditation workshops and so then i met everybody became my good friends i know everybody in the cruise everybody is telling me hi bande how are you or something like that everybody is talking to me then i had time you know wherever i go i make some friends and sitting and talking and you know giving some instructions and i had a very busy life <laughs> so i was comfortable there everything is all right i was enjoying it. so think about the how life works right so then um, january 8 uh, we did the wedding ceremony you know you know brian and christine our board members our school of members they are doing their wedding so i remember i i was doing the wedding ceremony uh, they 
three or I think four or three. So I saw our group is 45 people. Uh, they are sitting around and I saw another few decks, you know, that many people watching for looking at us. It was wonderful because before I start the wedding ceremony, people were keep asking, you know, can we can can we come and watch? Right? I said, why not? You know, you can do that. And so they did and so uh, you know, I gave the Dharma talk, I did the longer meditation, almost the wedding ceremony went like one hour. Usually I do thirty minutes. They had requested do one hour, longer meditation and longer Dharma talk, right? So then I did you know longer meditation and long Dharma talk. Everybody was listening to me. So something really interesting happened. So people listening to me and they, they uh, learn about the love and family and marriage and all those things I talked about. So then after the wedding ceremony, everybody is taking the pictures and all those things. Then people ask me, Pante, you have to go to the next level. Uh, the meal is ready and all those things. I thought before I go, I want to go to my room and, you know, change and do things. So then I uh, went to the next level. Um, that means I go through the pool, right? So, you know, people are enjoying. Then I saw one girl um, sitting on the uh, pool deck and she was crying, right? She doesn't know I'm coming, but she saw me, I'm coming. Then she ran into me and said, I want to talk to you, I want to talk to you, right? She was uh, her swimming suit, right? Then I said, this is not the right time to talk to you. <laughs> so I said, this is not the right time to talk to you. And so then I, I, you know, the good thing about me, I'm really adjusting, you know, I can adjust my feeling to the different situation. So uh, she was her, you know, the 30s maybe. And she was crying, no, I really need, I really want to talk right now. Because I was waiting, maybe you are coming from this way, I don't know what I have to do. So then I thought it doesn't matter how she looks in this moment and what she's wearing. So then uh, another 30 minutes, sitting on the pool deck, I was talking to her and about her life. Then think about my experience was I was thinking everybody in this cruise and very happy very peaceful, very excited about things, and but not. When I was listening to her story, she was in so much pain. She's going through the divorce, and she said, you know, the material things, nothing. I have money, I have everything, but today I realize only thing, I don't have happiness. I don't have peacefulness. So my money doesn't work for that. It doesn't matter how much money I have, I cannot buy peace or happiness in my life. She was explaining to me and crying and telling. Then I was, you know, the talking to her. I helped her. Then I left. So think about our life here, this part of the world. When you think about the India, and so many people, they don't have many things to enjoy. Very little things. I know India, economy is really good when we compare to the United States, but you know the because of the population, we can see the poverty always. So, here in this part of the world, we have so many things, things more than we want. Now, being born in East and living in the West, I go back and forth all the time, I see the difference. 
right? So my point today, you know, this is the message. Don't complain about anything about life living in this part of the world. You know, if you are complaining, you are in trouble next time. <laughs> because I know you have everything. Still you can survive. Still you can live good life. Right? You are so worrying about the economy, losing your houses and losing your jobs and so many things are happening in this part of the world. I understand. But still, still you have so many things to involve. You have a really good life. If you make some suffering in your life, you are responsible for that. You are responsible. Even all the good things and have in your life and look at. I have all the good things. I have wonderful and food in front of me to eat. I have a roof for my head. I have a car to drive. Right? My life is okay. So what you have to learn, always appreciate. Always appreciate. That's the part of practicing loving kindness meditation. Before you eat, when you see beautiful plate of food in front of you, don't complain, I cannot eat this. I hate the broccoli or something like that. Right? Don't say that. You know, appreciate we have wonderful meal. I saw people in India and picking up food from the garbage. That's the way they do it. But we have wonderful meal in front of us. Right? We have so many clothes. Right? To keep our body warm. So think your life. You are very fortunate. For you, I think very easy to find happiness and enlightenment. Right? Very easy. Because you have everything. Right? You have everything. But the problem is still we keep complaining. I cannot. I cannot. I cannot find happiness here. Right? Then people are thinking, I want to go to India to find happiness. I have to sit under the Bodhi tree to find happiness. I understand sometimes because you don't know about that culture, maybe after you go there, maybe you will see better, right? So, I think having this information, giving this information to you, both part of the world, I try to help you and also I try to help myself find more happiness within myself. That's my job and that's my service to share with you all about these, you know, the qualities about the life. When I was in Sri Lanka, you know, my parents, they tried to treat me like God, right? Even I'm their son, being a monk, I have all the good chances and good opportunities and good things, good food, everything is good for me. So then my mother decided, okay, I am giving our room to you. That's the best room. Close to the bathrooms and everything is good, so you can use that room. Then my parents left that room. So they said, that's the best one. Right? So I was sleeping on that bed like a few days. Then I had a complaint. Think about me. We all have a complaint. I was complaining to my sister. I cannot sleep on this bed. It's hurt my back. <laughs> right? <laughs> then she was laughing at me. Then she said, no, you have to sleep on this bed. This is not America, she said. <laughs> right? This is not America. This is not America. You are not living in America. How wonderful she reminded me, even it's a joke, she reminded me, be aware. Otherwise, I can complain about that mattress like a whole 12 days. 
then I realized that's true. That's the best message they gave to me. Then what they did, even they are think next day they went to the store, they bought a new mattress for my dad. Because they thought they want to give that's why I said my parents love, my brother, my sisters love is wonderful. They did that. But at the same time they gave me the list. So we can find something always complete. That's why I said I'm not perfect. Even a moment when I lose my mindfulness practice, I start to come. That's why this practice is very important. You are very fortunate. How many people sitting here? Right? And you are very fortunate. You have a Buddha, you have enlightenment, you have happiness in the Buddha. Don't lose it. Right? So, long time ago, one of our members said, you know, uh, he was so grateful to me and said, Oh, I am very happy Buddha is in the woods. Because I cannot see the Buddha go to India or find him and wait until born him again or something like that. But through you, I see the Buddha in the woods. So that means through these monks and nuns, and you see the Buddha, you have the opportunity to practice. Don't be lazy to wake up early morning, come to Saturday practice. And drive, maybe one hour is fine. You are coming for your happiness. And you know, Monday night after work, maybe you are tired. Don't be lazy. No, I'm going. Make that determination and wish to keep your practice every day. I think that's very important. So that's my um, experience. Uh, I I hope you learned something from that. And if you have any comments and concerns, questions about everything. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> that's a good question. I thought, I'm done with India. <laughs> then, <clears throat> now some of my friends keep asking, we have to go again. And so, I'm going to Sri Lanka again in June. June. So, maybe a couple of people are planning to go. If people are going with me, I'm going. Otherwise, I don't. If people want to go, I'm going. <laughs> No. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, now these days I'm getting better and better. So. Any wisdom for her concern? Anybody has any concerns to share? So I think we have to do it, you know, when kids are really small. 
Like right after they born, they have to start to teach them and show them the right path. Because sometimes I see the problem with some parents and all those things, very difficult for kids to pick up right things when they have all the issues, right? So, everything is a kind of weakness. Right? But we don't see it. Yeah, that's why I said, when you go to other part of the world, we see it clearly, always. No need to go to somewhere to see it, right? It's there always. But here in this part of the world, we have it, I know. We have all, all the homeless people and poverty, and, but we don't see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, any other thoughts? Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. So, other thing, you know, you know, my my life is totally different now. More travel is keep coming. Next week, I'm leaving Arizona again. Um, so, I'm so grateful, you know, the Samita and uh, Vimala and San. They are the people doing all the work for the Guru of the temple and all the wonderful our members and work so hard to build the temple this year and I really appreciate the time and energy and concern. Okay, let's do the chant. Page three. Namo tasse bhagavato arehato samma sambuddhasse Namo tasse bhagavato arehato samma sambuddhasse Namo tasse bhagavato Arehato Samma Sambuddhasya Buddham Saranam Gachami Dhamman Saranam Gachami Sangam Saranam Gachami Dutiyampi Buddham Saranam Gachami Dutiyampi Dhammam Saranam Gachami Dutiyampi Sangam Saranam Gachami Tatiyampi Buddham Saranam Gachami Tatiyampi Dhammam Saranam Gachami Tatiyampi Sangam Saranam Gachami Anijyavata Sankara Uppadvaya Dhammi 
Yeah. Items. You know, if you have any op option items more than uh, value is more than twenty, so you can bring it here and give it to Mans or somebody in the temple, and so we are collecting the items and options. Maybe services, um, so any kind of uh, anything you can do. Any others? Uh, announcements? Oh, today we are going to celebrate Vimala's birthday. <laughs> so we have cake, please enjoy it after the presentation. <laughs> so Lydia and David made it. <laughs> okay, thank you so much everybody, thank you, thank you. So new people, they want to write your email address, please do it, there's a book. Right now.